0: Welcome to Locked On NFL, your daily podcast on the National Football League on the number one daily sports podcast network. Alongside the scout, as always, Matt Williamson. I am Brian Peacock. You can find me on Twitter at BDPeacock. You can find Matt at Williamson NFL. You can find this podcast on all of your favorite podcast apps. Tell a friend about Locked On NFL and let them know they've got their team covered, not only their NFL team their favorite Major League Baseball team, hockey, NBA, college sports. We've got you covered daily here on the Locked On Podcast Network. And Matt, a special Saturday episode here. Life happens sometimes, so we're bringing it to you Saturday instead of Friday. It is the final show previewing. Super Bowl 54, 49ers and Chiefs. Then we get to actually have a game Sunday. Interesting storylines. There's a lot of interesting matchups, which makes this Super Bowl fantastic on paper. And I think it'll be a beautiful ballgame.
1: Yeah, I mean, first of all, my apologies for getting this to you a day late. Um, And to be very honest, I just want to dig into the nuts and bolts of this thing. I'm more interested in the matchups and the storylines, but there's so much of both. I can't remember looking forward to a game more in a long time or a more even matchup or, boy, this is this team's strength, but, boy, they counter it well. And, what's you know, give Shanahan two weeks and Reed two weeks. Holy smokes. I'm expecting a lot of points. I would probably lean towards the over. We'll get the predictions at the end, but let's dig in with on one side of the ball.
0: Yeah, let's start with the marquee matchup because that's what everyone's been talking about all the, all week long. And I think the other side of the ball is just as intriguing personally. But Patrick Mahomes, Chiefs offense, all that speed against the best pass defense in the NFL. The 49ers who are good on all levels of their defense. Uh, th- this is why people pay the money to go to Miami to watch a football game is to hopefully see two of the best units in the NFL go head to head.
1: Without question. I mean, Mahomes is playing ridiculous. The Chiefs are on a great winning streak. Uh, I think just as a quick overview. I feel like the Chiefs have the number one advantage in this game, and that's Mahomes. But they also might have the two or three biggest weaknesses in this game, too. And one of them is their interior offensive line. If I was drawing up a defense to defend Mahomes, it would start with defensive linemen, and it would look pretty much exactly like the Niners have them. You know, long, disruptive athletes that can all run, that can all kind of keep up with him at least athletically. And I think, you know, Bosa... And Ford versus versus the Chiefs tackles is a very interesting matchup, but not as interesting as Buckner and Armstead and whoever they decide to slide inside and how they decide to rush Mahomes. So I give that advantage, the pass rush versus pass protection, a huge advantage to the Niners. But and I feel like every aspect of this game is gonna be a but Mahomes is hard to get on the ground yeah. and Even if Buckner whips his guy and gets free, that doesn't mean it's going to be a good play for San Francisco. Like I almost feel like to really stop Mahomes and to really corral him, make his life have a long day, they're going to have to win two individual matchups per pass rush.
0: It's amazing because, and I I got got my hands on the Bible that was done by Warren Sharp, who's a really smart guy, does some work for NFL teams, goes deep into data analysis, and he wrote up a 45-page report on this one single football game. So uh, there's something wrong with that guy in the very best way. And I (laughs) got into a lot of these numbers and analytics during the Friday Locked on 49ers podcast. But there's a few notes that really blew me away about how this game matches up. And just like you said, there's always a but because one team's great at this, but they're good at this too. And and so th- that's, what's so interesting about this matchup and specifically that pass rush from the 49ers. They are by far number one in the NFL in third down sack rate on defense. Yeah. And that defensive line is so good and they can get pressure with four and Robert Sala occasionally will blitz, but blitzing isn't a huge part of their game. And Patrick Mahomes is much better against teams that rush five or more than he is against four or more. So that would Seem to point to an advantage for the 49ers. But Mahomes also has an incredible ability to avoid sacks on third downs. Uh, So the the Chiefs being the number two pass rush on third downs. And the 49ers offense being average in pass protection. So it's vital the pass rush on both sides of the ball is going to be a huge impact on this game. And that 49ers defense is going to need help from their front four. Getting to Patrick Mahomes but not allowing him to... Escape when Patrick Mahomes scrambles on third downs for the season. This is the probably the most mind-blowing. When Patrick Mahomes scrambles on third downs for the entire 2019 season, 100% conversion rate getting a first down. Yeah. <laughs> That's insane.
1: Right, right. And in the end, I've seen a lot of analytics from Warren and from everyone and watched a lot of tape and – Basically what all the analytics against Mahomes say are there's some things he doesn't like that much, but he's still really good against them, even if he doesn't like them, you know, like, (laughs) and the Niners do the things he doesn't like, you know, for example, like you said, they're not very blitz heavy. Most of Mahomes' interceptions have come against three or four man rushes. You know, he kills the blitz. He kills zones, but they don't allow big plays. You know, like everything has a but, you know, and. Um, I think what they will do to attack this team is the Niners numbers, and I'm not sure if this came from Warren or not, are worse against 11 personnel than they are against heavier teams or whatever. So I think you're going to see exclusive three receiver sets from KC, Damian Williams, and Kelsey. It also wouldn't blow me away if they took it a step further, put Mahomes in the gun, came out with four wide, and just totally spread that thing. But that's when the pass rush is all, you know, on the quarterback. So, again, there's a but. You know, I mean, I don't know that the Niners can go four deep in terms of covering receivers or really five deep in terms of covering Kelsey. And so you're going to find a match matchup you like. And maybe you go hurry up. And I also think the screen game is very, very important for Kansas City. And that slows down the rush extremely well. I, I bet you see maybe out of that zero back personnel Snap to Mahomes, quarterback draw, there's eight yards, slide, pop up, first down, you know, slow down that rush, and I also think they'll try to slow down that rush with tempo. I mean, rushing the passer play after play wears you out. I don't think Kansas City's going to try to run. I just think they're going to throw and throw and throw.
0: That's an interesting point, and that might be the smart way to do it because what we've seen with the 49ers defense and some of the game game scripts, the 49ers have had all season long. And especially in the playoffs, if a team rolls out there and on offense against the Niners goes run, run, pass kicks the ball away. Now they're in a hole. Now the 49ers can come after you. And it's just, it's just not the way I don't think that the chiefs do operate and not the way that they should operate in this game. Don't even worry about trying to quote unquote, establish the run, No, go out there and throw, throw for points early. Don't get in that hole and maybe at that point you get to the fourth quarter and now you have a 49ers pass rush that's been rushing all game long 40, 50 times and they're gassed and that just makes things that much easier for you late in the game if you need to make that last minute drive or if you want to lean on the 49ers at that point if you do have a lead and then you can run the ball once you do have the lead. But throw for points early, that's absolutely what I expect out of Kansas City.
1: Yeah, and I think that's the smartest approach is it's it looks like you're, Sticking your head in the lion's mouth and going right to what they want to do, but if you do it with tempo, with a pass rush plan, a lot of designed rollouts, screens, draws, hurry up back to the line. Those guys are trying to get their hand in the dirt when the ball snaps. Their get off isn't as good, and you're throwing a quick slant to Watkins for four yards or a dump off to Kelsey. You know, Mahomes scrambles around, chasing him all day wears you down.
0: Yeah, uh, I also uh, don't
1: think they're going to avoid Sherman either.
0: No, I don't don't think they have to, and I think the 49ers are balanced enough on defense to where you just got to throw to where the guy's going to be open, and you know how Sherman plays, so if they're playing predominantly cover three, he's going to be off, so you can hit him with some of those comeback routes, or if he's over the top and he's trying to stay on top of Tyreek Hill, you can bring somebody behind him on a deep out, and Patrick Mahomes is the best in the league at throwing those sort of routes, and so you get that window between the linebackers and the corner and the safety, and that's where I think... The Chiefs will mostly attack. We'll see some unbalanced formations to try to mess with that cover three. You know, you get all three oh, yeah. wide receivers on one side of the field. Uh, there's I mean, going to be a Kelsey
1: ton alone to the left or right, right, you know, and
0: then problems. you right. might end up with say Sherman at that point. If he, if Kelsey's all alone on one side, you get Sherman. Covering Kelsey, and then maybe you like that matchup. Maybe you like a different mismatch that that creates on the other side with a wide receiver against the linebacker. So there's a lot of things I expect the Chiefs and the 49ers to do. I mean, this is going to feature. I mean, this Super Bowl might have the most you know motions and oh yeah, and and pre snap motion and play action and stuff like that because uh, they're going to both be pulling out all the stops in this football game. Uh, Matt, real quick, I actually want to keep talking about this side of the ball before we flip over to 49ers offense against. Kansas City defense, and of course, we will make our Super Bowl '54 predictions. Are you the type of fan that knows football so well that you could choose any game and call it? Well, this is your last chance during the NFL season to bet with my bookie. They feature the most complete lineup of Super Bowl props of any sports book in the business, and you can even visit mybookie.ag/Party now to access a printable prop sheet for the big game. Between football season, NBA, and the start of college basketball season, it's time to get off the sideline and get in on the action with my bookie. If you like to bet a little and win a lot, try a parlay. For instance, if you like a couple of the big favorites this week, parlays are perfect because they let you bet multiple games together for a much bigger payout. Tired of watching the games from the couch with nothing to gain, my bookie wants to get your mind off everything else and back on the game. If you join right now, MyBookie will match your deposit halfway, all the way up to $1,000. That means if you deposit $2,000, you get an extra $1,000 in free money to play with. Just use promo code LOCKED ON to activate the offer. Once again, that's promo code LOCKED ON, one word, LOCKED ON to take advantage of MyBookie's generous sign up offer. Visit MyBookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. Sticking with that Chiefs offense against the 49ers defense, we have talked about how important it is for the Chiefs to come out early, not get into a hole, start throwing the football, but they can't completely abandon the running game. I don't know how successful the running game is going to be, but how do you deploy the running game? Do you just say, you know what, we're going to play backyard football from snap one, or do you think it's a situation where They should try to mix that in early and see what they can get going there in both the pass and run aspects of the game.
1: Yeah. And that's a great point. And there's a lot of ways to attack this obviously, and none of them are foolproof against a really good defense, but I lean towards if I'm handing it in, if I'm getting the ball in a traditional manner to Williams, who I expect to play nearly every snap, unless he's, you know, unless they're going four wide, um, that it would be off of play action. But I mean, early in the season, they would run the ball like eight times in the first half and be up by 20 at the half. I mean, I think that's what you're going to get. Like, I bet he doesn't get to 15 carries unless, you know, Kansas City's up trying to seal away a lead, which I don't think they'll get to that point either. So to answer your question, I would lean most towards abandoning the run, basically, Mixing in some play-action shots, maybe a toss wide here and there to try to keep those ends a little bit honest. But all in all, he'd be cracking ends and catching screens and short dump-offs or on the sidelines while I have Mahomes. Just, I just trust Mahomes so much. I have the secret weapon. I have the nuke. I'm not going to not use it.
0: And it's a great point. You can use that pass game, the short passing game screens as an extension of the running game instead of just, mm-hmm. you know, straight up trying to line up and beat the 49ers down their throat. Even though the 49ers have been better against the pass than they have against the run this year, but they've really been stout against the run as well in the playoffs and and they have a full complement of players which helps uh, both those aspects of the game. Let's let's flip One last note on sure. that
1: side of the ball before. We mentioned Sherman And I don't think they're going to deviate too much from what they do on defense because it works very well. But it wouldn't shock me if you see a few snaps, maybe only when Kelsey's on his side. But if they go strict man, I think Sherman's their best guy to play head up against Kelsey. You know, I don't want Sherman running man for man with Tyreek. I could see some man snaps where Sherman follows Kelsey around.
0: Absolutely. I can see that as well. And the 49ers do have really athletic linebackers who are good in coverage yeah. in both Quan Alexander and Fred Warner. And Alexander is coming back from that torn pec. He practiced in full on Friday during the last practice, the walkthrough. But we might see a lot of Dre Greenlaw, the rookie, who was named to uh, PFF's all-rookie team as well. And he's had a, a pretty nice rookie season. Is a pretty athletic guy and can cover a little bit. So the 49ers, Joukowsky-Tart, they do have some people who can Match up against tight ends as good as Kelsey is, but I still expect no matter how good the 49ers defense to play that the chiefs at some point, even if they are able to harass uh, Patrick Mahomes a little bit, the, the chiefs are basically going to get theirs on offense, which means the 49ers offense on the other side has to do some work.
1: Yeah, no doubt about it.
0: Speaking of that 49ers offense, here is an interesting note. And this is again from Warren sharp. And it's something that, uh, I kind of knew, but when when I heard it put this way, I, I was sort of surprised about the 49ers' offense. And um, first of all, the 49ers had the eighth best passing offense in the NFL during the regular season, despite playing the 10th toughest schedule against pass defenses. And the big game, remember, there was that stretch for the 49ers that was Packers, Saints, Seahawks, and it was like, okay, this is where the 49ers had an early schedule. They're going to get exposed here. Uh, That was sort of one of the narratives around the team. And they came out and they went toe to toe with the New Orleans Saints. And this one was all on Jimmy Garoppolo 350 yards, four touchdowns, 132 passer rating. And Garoppolo was asked before the game by, I believe it was Pam Oliver, a reporter. She said, Teams, there's a theory going around that to defeat the 49ers, they should try to make the quarterback try to beat them with his arm. And Jimmy Garoppolo's response to that was, let's keep that theory going. And it seems like that has continued into the (laughs) Super Bowl now, even though Jimmy Garoppolo, which is another surprising statistic, Garoppolo's thrown for more than three touchdowns in the regular season, more times than Mahomes has. Mahomes did it once in the regular season. Garoppolo did it three times. Garoppolo has engineered three uh, go-ahead drives in the fourth quarter. He's come from behind against multiple teams. So Jimmy Garoppolo, when the 49ers needed to throw... They've been okay. Will that continue now with, uh, with the with with the questions about Garoppolo in the passing game just because of how the game scripts have gone in the playoffs so far? What are your thoughts on if the 49ers need to throw to win, can they do it?
1: What I've been saying the last few weeks are Shanahan's not hiding Jimmy. He just doesn't need him. You know, why bother when you can just gouge people with the run? And I very much believe that, and I very much believe that the – You know, our audience and the the general public is selling the Niner passing game very, very short. And like in the props world, I'm taking overs on receiving yards, passing yards for the Niners in this game. And a huge reason why is I mentioned that the Chiefs have the nuke. They have the the best card in, in the deck in Mahomes but they also have some of the biggest weaknesses. And I think that linebacker group for Kansas City, is highly, highly suspect. Thornhill being out. I mean, let's just say the linebackers and safety combination, with the exception of the Honey Badger, who's instrumental in this game. I mean, he's going to have to be – I mean, if he, he could be defensive MVP in this game. Right. You know, I mean, I in a Polamalu-like fashion that also covers slot corners and also guiding everybody and quarterbacking the defense. But, man, I mean, you talked about – Orchestrating a defensive line to corral and slow down Mahomes. Well, the Niners have it, but you talk about a defense to slow down Shanahan, check Kittle, Garoppolo. The Chiefs don't have it. You know, the middle of that field is so worrisome to me for a Kansas City perspective. Off play action. Debo on a crosser, Kittle against any of those linebackers of safety, and, including uh, Matthew, you know, use check and plus all the play action and motion they're going to get. And I think that's a massive problem. And we talked about personnel groupings. To me, I know the Niners will vary it a lot, but I want to play with two backs a high percentage of the time, Kittle, Sanders, Debo, with the hopes of getting pretty strict 4-3 looks from the Chiefs if I can get three of those linebackers on the field for any snap I won I mean let alone two they I'm not sure they have one good one and you know so that's a huge concern for me for Kansas City
0: yeah and I would expect the 49ers they use the fullback as much as anyone they have the best fullback in the NFL and Kyle Juszczyk and that's one of the the things that Kyle Shanahan loves about the way he puts together teams. And one of the things I've learned about him personnel-wise is it's he almost loves positionless players, where they're in one position, but they can do a lot of other things. They could line up Debo in the backfield. They could put Kyle Juszczyk, their fullback, out wide. And they can throw the ball out of 21 personnel. They can run the ball as good as anyone out of 21 personnel. So you still don't know what they're doing, even when they line up in base. And Kyle Shanahan is the master at using... Motions and and using that to his advantage because he knows that you have your base defense on the field because you have to respect their base offense on the field, but he can throw out of that, and he knows the rules that you have to play by against that, and he can use motion to his advantage, and play action is a big part of the 49ers offense too, so that's going to be a fun matchup to watch, and I think you're absolutely right when it comes to safeties and linebackers. It's a clear advantage for the 49ers, and no team, this is again another Warren Sharp statistic and thank you very much warren holler uh, find him at sharp football on twitter no team passes the ball more between the numbers than the 49ers passing Mm -hmm. to the middle of the field on 65 percent of their total attempts over the course of the season and when passing between the numbers jimmy garoppolo averages 9.1 yards per attempt a 56 percent success rate 107 quarterback rating 17 touchdowns in the middle of the field there and uh the chiefs ranked number three defending the pass outside the numbers, but they were only the 20th best defense defending passes between the numbers.
1: Yeah, it's an an obvious area of weakness that concerns me. You mentioned how Shanahan looks for offensive personnel. It kind of reminds me of Belichick looking for defensive personnel. I'm like, I don't care if I call you a linebacker or a safety or defensive end, whatever, I'm just going to have you do what you do well. And if they can keep the the Chiefs in a base 4-3, they're going to have a lot of success. Even if they do only have two linebackers on the field, they're still going to have matchups they like. And you mentioned Jimmy, and I want to stick there a little bit because this offense, and Jimmy in particular, quick you know, quick snap, release, boom, comes out, really fits attacking that middle of the field. I do think one of his weaknesses, and this is kind of a pro football focus thing, is there's times he doesn't see the linebackers in the middle of the field, you know, like just it, it draws a blank or doesn't see a, a lurker coverage. That's something to keep an eye on. But the other Garoppolo note that I think will surprise some of our casual fans is his deep ball and his big playability. I mean, it rivals the Chiefs in terms of shot plays.
0: Yes, absolutely, and I've got some numbers here that talk about both of those things. You talk about the quick release, getting the ball out fast. The 49ers' offense is really unique in that Jimmy Garoppolo is top five in the NFL in both time to throw in under 2.5 seconds, but also in yards per attempt. And actually, mm-hmm. Garoppolo's right. yards per attempt, 8.4, is better than, it's one-tenth better than um, than Patrick Mahomes, who's 8.3 yards per attempt, which I think would surprise most people so he's getting the ball out quick but they're still making big plays on offense in the past game and obviously it's a big play running game for the 49ers on offense I've got one more real quick suppose one
1: thing that you said those stats and it's an obvious testament to Jimmy G I mean that's an amazing statistics that, that contrast of getting it out as well as the big play but to me if I was Shanahan and petitioning and I had to put one thing on my resume that's what I would put on my resume like look what I could create because they even did it last year and they did they've done it with yes. Beathard. I mean, I mean that's just what this offense is all about even Atlanta with Matt Ryan I mean it's this is a Shanahan thing and it's wow
0: I want to continue on that point we've also got to make our Super Bowl predictions here Matt all that coming up
1: things are going quick yes
0: Okay, to your point, Matt, uh, talking about Garoppolo, ball comes out quick. They're still getting a lot of yards per attempt. Uh, You were talking about how that's as much of a Shanahan stat as a Garoppolo stat. I absolutely agree. That's also a yards after the catch stat. And they have guys who can run after the catch. Debo Samuel and George Kittle were two of the best in the NFL. Three different running backs who run 4-3. Everybody has seen their running game the last few weeks. If, if they can gouge you in the run game and get six, seven, eight yards per carry, they don't even have to throw the ball. They can still put up 34 points on offense. This stat really speaks to that same idea as far as the passing game. And the 49ers have the NFL's, this again, according to Warren Sharp, the 49ers have the NFL's number one most explosive passing offense. 13% of their passes produce gains of 20 plus yards. The Chiefs rank number nine in that metric, surprisingly. The NFL average is 9% of uh, uh, producing explosive plays, 20 plus yards. The 49ers actually are above that. And again, that's a Shanahan stat as much as it's a Garoppolo stat, and it's a yards after catch. That is the 49ers offense in the passing game.
1: Yeah. And boy, the Chiefs better tackle well, you know, and I trust the Niners defense, their deep shell. To tackle well, to keep things in front of them, to not get beat over the top, more than I do Kansas City's. um, We'll have to talk about the Niners' run game, but I mean, I do think the Kansas City pass rush can cause problems. I mean, I think that you'll see Clark probably over McGlinchey a fair amount, Suggs versus Staley, but that's not set in stone. Chris Jones is the guy that I'm most worried about yep. if I'm the Niners without question, especially after a, a long break coming off that injury. But Pennell and Namdi, those guys have played a lot better too. I mean, I think they will have some interior pass rush. I could see a guy like Pennell or Pennell, I'm not sure if I say his name right, over the center of Garland and controlling him and making things difficult. Jones is the home wrecker, though, and could really disrupt passing lanes and cause problems up front it's against that interior trio.
0: Absolutely. Chris, as good as Frank Clark is, and Frank Clark had a quote this week saying that the 49ers haven't seen anyone like him at defensive end, which uh, I would probably argue with. First of all, <laughs> they've seen Frank Clark multiple times when he played with the Seahawks. Right, the Seahawks. Uh, they have two pretty, guy, pretty good guys they face every day in practice. They've had Clowney, Zadarius Smith, uh, Chandler Jones, uh Danelle Hunter, they've faced this year. So the 49ers defense has had practice against some really good defensive ends. But you're right. Chris Jones is the guy who I think should worry the 49ers offense because he can impact the pass, he can impact the run, and that's the guy who could be that game wrecker for the 49ers offense. In the interior, what we've seen, though, from the 49ers run game has been pretty ridiculous over the last two playoff games, and they've been really good all season long. No running back in the league over the course of the last two years, has as good of a yard per carry average as Raheem Mostert. And I would assume Raheem Mostert's going to be the featured running back in this game. And it looks like he's going to break almost every single run. It's been phenomenal to watch him in Kyle Shanahan's uh, predominantly outside zone running scheme. But they have mixed in a lot of stuff. They've got a full playbook of run plays. They'll run trap. They'll run some power stuff oh, yeah. as well. That run game can also not only wear down a defense, they can put points on the board. It's a big play run game. It also keeps Patrick Mahomes off of the field. So we talked about the Chiefs throwing the ball early. I think maybe we might see the 49ers throw the ball early, try to get that lead, then go heavy to the ground game. And look, for the Kansas City Chiefs, if they get in a hole early, this ain't the Houston Texans they're playing against. It's going to be a lot harder to climb out of that hole.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, I think this is actually going to be more of a Jimmy throwing game than more of a Mostert game, unless they do happen to get a huge lead. And I think this game's going to be extremely close. I don't see either team getting a huge lead. I think they're going to throw an awful lot. And the stats tell you, boy, the Chiefs run defense is much worse than their pass defense. I just don't know that that's true in this matchup. I'd be more comfortable... um, throwing again that middle of the field I love and hey the Chiefs corners even just traditional out routes and posts and goes and all that I mean they're not as good as Sanders and Debo let alone Kittle um, let alone off play action and I think Spagnolo is a really good defensive mind but he's an aggressive one and his guys are a fast-flowing type defense and He can get, if there's a knock, he can get a little overly aggressive and dialing up blitzes and things like that. And I think some big plays in a negative fashion are going to be made by the Chiefs, that they might give the Niners a couple gifts.
0: We've got to get to our predictions here, Matt. And actually, I've made my predictions on Locked On 49ers. I'm really interested, and I'm sure the listeners are, in hearing yours. And I've heard it in your voice all week long. You've wrestled with the idea of, making a prediction in this game so unless you have any other matchups you want to talk about here the floor is yours to give the listeners there's a
1: hundred other matchups i want to talk about (laughs) but let's make the prediction i mean this game really does set up to be phenomenal i forget who i heard say it but the thing i like least about this game is either shanahan or reed is going to lose it and then people will be like you know, like people have jumped off the LeBar train. I'm like, are you crazy? You know, <laughs> I mean, you <laughs> yeah. know how hard it is to be the final one standing out of 32. So I'm really excited about both these franchises. I couldn't wait. I can't wait for kickoff. And really what I'm doing is just saying a lot of words so I don't have to make a prediction because I've been hemming and hawing all week. I've been asked by 4 million people who I like. And every time I answer a lot of points, close scoring game, I don't have a good feel for it, but I can't put – a penny, a, dick, a nickel, a dime against Mahomes. And today I changed my tune. It's not because I'm talking to you. I got the Niners 32, KC 30.
0: Wow. That is so close to what my prediction was. I had, is it really? I had 49ers 31 30 on the crossover episode I did this week with Chris Clark from Locked On Chiefs. And of course, he picked the Chiefs uh, by, uh, I think, seven points, 38. 30 or uh, 3827, something like that. He had the chiefs with with a nice margin. And I understand people being confident in the chiefs coming in. I've said it all along during the playoffs. That was the scariest team in the AFC, the 49ers, the way they've won and bullied people was the scariest team in the NFC. I can't wait for this game. I predicted at 3130. And I just think the narratives are so strong in one direction that the super bowls are too wild. They're too crazy. They cannot be exactly as everyone thinks. So something's got to be different. So All the talk has been about how great Mahomes is, and he's absolutely amazing. And he's the best quarterback in the NFL. You redraft the league, he's the number one overall pick all day long. Uh, But just because the narratives have been so strong in one direction, I feel like the 49ers are going to win this game, and it's going to be not Patrick Mahomes making a game-winning throw, a game-winning drive. It's actually going to be either the 49ers' defense making a play, ending a Patrick Mahomes drive, or it'll be Garoppolo making that game-winning drive. To win at 3130. that's where I got that score by one 49ers hoisting their sixth Lombardi but I agree with you it's it's sad that that Shanahan and Reed have to lose this game and then there'll be a narrative that they can't win right. tied to it which is the, right. the worst part <laughs> right
1: even if they get blown out I mean it's getting here is amazing uh last thing just to kind of the the un, the hidden yardage I just want to mention again Kansas City is the stronger overall special teams unit. Um, it's not like San Francisco's bad, bad, but Kansas City's been phenomenal. And Dave Taub is as good as it gets. But I also think overall, Kansas City might be the more mistake-prone team. And that also goes for Andy Reid's play management, clock management. If it's a one-point game and it's down to the last time, and should I use this timeout or not? Should I go for two? I kind of trust San Fran a little more in that regard. And I think they have fewer weaknesses. They're the more well-rounded team.
0: Like history tells me that you bet on the team that has the best defense. You look throughout the history of the NFL and year after year, and I know it's a different league than it was 20 years ago, but man, that team with the best defense, it just always seems to come out on top when it comes to the Super Bowl.
1: yeah, I mean there is some there is some power to that, and I'm not combating what you say, but I think defense might be somewhat of an afterthought when you give Reed and Shanahan with their kind of weaponry two weeks to prepare for their opponent.
0: That's a great point, point. and one of those coaches is going to lose, but you know who's going to be winners is everyone watching this game. I have a feeling it's going to yep. be one of the, the better Super Bowls we've seen in a while, and it is sure as heck going to put up more points than last year's Super Bowl. <laughs>
1: I'll take that bet, yes.
0: Good <laughs> Absolutely. stuff. Uh, great stuff, Matt. It's going to be fun to break it all down Monday after 49ers Chiefs Super Bowl 54. Talk to you then right here, Locked on NFL.